16 hour book. <sighs> is that the one? That would be the one. That's the one okay. that I'm going to listen to this time. I'll, I'll, I'll start then. I'll start tonight. <laughs> listen. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll be finished by that time. I'd like to sound at least semi-intelligent. Exactly. These one or two chapters. And have yeah. something to add, something to add. But thank you. I appreciate that. Thing. I appreciate that support. I appreciate it. <laughs> Book clubs are a good thing. I I, I am enjoying oh, yes, it. I've never participated in one before. This one, and I've gone to some. Um, what? Well, I don't. I don't know what you would call it when you just get a group together and read the book and come together and talk about the book. That's book not book club. That was how it used to be done. Considered a book club <laughs> when you just. But you never see those people again, necessarily. No. <laughs> I mean, well, you should if it was ongoing. It's a sense of community. <laughs> Same folk get together over and over again. <laughs> That's a book club to you. That's a book club to me. Well, I don't understand the one and done, though. I don't understand that. Well, it was just an event, I guess. Just okay. to do, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but tonight we're going to have something interesting for the people. <laughs> and it's part of our Tips and Tools series, so I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about what, what um, Ruth is going to guide us into tonight. We always have something good when Ruth is doing the Tips and the Thank Tools. Thank you. Oh, yeah, always good. Um, let's see. We can review. We got you coming up first, Victoria, and then we have Ruth, and then we have me, and then we're going to go back to Ruth, and Ruth is going to get get us going. She's going to get us going tonight, and that's speaking of getting going. It's what? that time to roll really open. Well, all righty then. Thank you so much, <laughs> Here we go. All right, here we go, everybody. Good evening, good evening, good, good evening. evening, and welcome to Authors Up, your favorite place to be on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. I know it's our favorite place to be on yes, Sunday evenings yes. at 7 p.m., and I am here with two wonderful, wonderful <laughs> women, just brilliant women, they're ex excellent authors, and they're- Oh, she laid it, though. I know, right? <laughs> and all that. 
Send the checks, baby. Send the checks. <laughs> you made it on what, what can we do for you? <laughs> How are you doing this evening, Ruth? You good? I am very well. How are you? I am good also. I am good also. And Queen Victoria, how are you tonight? I am fine. Looking at you guys, beautiful smile. When we came on, I was like, oh, look at my friends. Look at my friends again tonight. Yeah. I am wonderful. I hope you are. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a great show planned tonight. And and sometimes, you know, we have wonderful, wonderful guests that come on, and sometimes it's just us. And sometimes I just like it when it is just us and mm -hmm. we're kind of free to talk about some things that we think are important to our listeners and those who view our program based on different conversations and comments and things that we have had going on. So tonight is going to be that kind of night. Uh, but we're going to start with our week in review, which is always interesting because we always have something going on, even on those Sunday nights when we come in and say, well, nothing really oh, no. happened. <laughs> you discover. I think you do. I think you do have something you something can share, Victoria. Always. Something is always going on. So we're going to start with you, Victoria. What? What? You know what's going with me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to share from your weekend we before, before you get started before you get started let me welcome miss linda cooks linda is on the line tonight linda thank you for being with us we appreciate you and uh if you can just share the broadcast with some of your good buddies and uh hopefully they'll be able to join in with us as well so go ahead miss victoria All right. welcome everybody welcome linda and anybody else who joins in and, and um on podcast land. We're so glad to have you here on Authors Up. Let's see, last week, uh, not, so, uh, not, not so drastic or earth-shattering in the week. Just went to work, wasn't feeling so great the middle part of the week. But, um, started not to feel so great again, but um, got my hair redid on Friday. Pretty. So it hurts, so I'm not going to touch it too much. <laughs> As I, nobody told me crochet hurt as much as it does. Mm. I didn't, they didn't tell me that part. Who the first couple of days are a little rough, but it's okay. It's all right. What price beauty, they say. Yeah, that's but, right. Um, today, I was a really nice afternoon. I was feeling kind of blah, but I got up and we had, um, what would you call the event, Ruth? Uh, writing. It was a get together, definitely. I think it was just like a writer's. Group. Yeah, Writers. we just did some writing prompts. We got together, ended up being four ladies, and um, we went to uh, Leslie's house. She's from the um, Beth L Synagogue, and it was really, really nice. It was, it was just so interesting. They, they we gave, they gave um, some writing prompts. You know, like some situations, and then you write about it, and then we shared about it. So it was just the four of us just writing and sharing. And it went, so, it was just so beautiful to hear um, the other people's thoughts and um, the my own thoughts to just like, where'd that come from? You know, but it was just it was really a nice afternoon of just sitting around. We sat outside under the magnolia tree mm -hmm. with the <laughs> blossoms, the blossoms and the birdies. And <laughs> but the, uh, I told Ruth, don't tell nobody I was outside because you know, no, of course not. I don't do outside. 
<laughs> it was outside. She sat outside. It was nice with some hibiscus tea, and it was. I was going to ask you if you if you had a magnolia tree, you had to have some type of iced tea. Yep. <laughs> and we did, <laughs> and it was good. And it was, it was really good. good. It, it actually settled my stomach. To be honest, you know. But um, it was really, really nice sharing, and it was just, I, I, I was just very happy to be in the number, to be among um people from different backgrounds, but we all had um some common threads, and it was really nice to have that sense of community, and have that shared experience with our writing, and it was just really, really nice. I'm going, I'm going to really treasure. That this afternoon for a very long time. I tell you, my cheeks were hurting by the time I left from smiling so much. It was just beautiful. So I, I, I'm, I'm just happy right now. It's really nice. Well, good, good, yeah. very good. Do you think that's something that we could do on Authors Up if we we framed it right? Uh, yes. To do something with writing prompts. Absolutely. Yes. Us familiar with doing that. So. We can maybe craft something like that for the. Oh, fall. absolutely! And uh, I think that would be fun to do. Based well, on let me, let me tell you one. I'm just going to tell you one. We did about four, I think. But let me mm -hmm. tell you just one. The very first one was if you had to put something on a fortune cookie for millions of people to to read, what would you put in your cookie and why? Just just think about it for a moment. It, I already it. know. See. <laughs> <laughs> my fortune cookie okay and then we have one in the group who was like i don't even know why i came because i don't think i could i have anything to write beautiful beautiful it was just amazing it was just an amazing experience so i definitely think we could do something like that and and encourage our our, our viewers to to write especially if we let them know in advance what we're going to be doing and get have your pen and paper ready yes we definitely can do it I think that's something we ought to, we were just looking at the calendar mm -hmm. uh, at, at where we've got openings and what mm -hmm. we've got going on for the second half of the year. So I think that's definitely something that we need to, to put down and something that we, we can work on and frame and I think I so think too. we can do more than one in the next Absolutely. six months. So yes. Yeah. Let's work on that. I think that's, that'd be good. It was really nice. Okay. We missed you, of course. Hmm. I miss. We missed you, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> I miss really nice. being there. Really but napping is good. Yes, it is. <laughs> it always is. Yep, it is. So that was my week, it, and I think that has framed me, of course, of being here as well. Framed me to have a positive outlook on this week coming up. I'm good in a good headspace. Right. All right, that's great. That's great. What about you, Ruth? Did it have the same effect on you? I know you enjoyed oh. the afternoon, but what is with that and whatever else is going on in your week? Share. Well, of course, of course. Um, I think it was a, a great end to the week. Because um, to me, I've been wanting to do a writer's group for a very long time now. Hadn't really researched into it, so while I say I wanted to do it for a long time, I wasn't that serious about it. But having sat there, having participated, I'm like, oh, you know, it's not as hard as we make it out to be. Sometimes it's just, let's sit down, 
food always brings people. Um, and just <laughs> like, write all you need. Paper. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it was definitely, um, and, and you don't have to be an author. You don't have to be published. You know, you just write. Everybody can write. And that's the thing. You know, I, I do some training at work um, regarding writing. And one of the things that I start with is, you know, you may not be a published author, but everyone's a writer. You know, you write an email, that's an, you're a writer. You know, you, if you do a journal, you're a writer. You know, everyone is a writer to whatever degree. So I think every, this is something that everyone could participate in. It, it's just, it's fun. And, you know, again, it's that sense of community. So mm -hmm. if you get the opportunity, I would most definitely say, yeah, take a shot at it. And, you know, depending on the group, you don't always have to share. If you, if you honestly, some people are embarrassed about sharing what they write, mm -hmm. but you quickly discover that, you know what, you're all in the same group, you know, you're, we're all there together. No one's writing a masterpiece. Again, right. I say it all the time. The first draft of anything is garbage. So we all sat there and wrote garbage together. So. <laughs> but it wasn't garbage. But it, no, it wasn't. And it that's wasn't. the thing. It, the content is profound and, yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So it, it's not, you know, and when I say garbage, it's okay. Sometimes the rules of grammar are ignored, punctuation, all this sentence should be. But the truth is no one's sitting there writing a masterpiece. It's right. just your thoughts. Right being put down on paper. Well, so. I think the writing prompt piece is is really good mm -hmm. uh, for that because a lot of times, number one, we don't think that we can write. Right. And number two, in, and this is part of what we'll discover and find out tonight is, you know, I know I want to write something, but I don't know mm -hmm. what it is right. that I want to write. Right. Um, yep. So that, you know, the Authors Up writing group sounds like a possibility. I'm, I'm that sounds like thinking, a big possibility. I'm thinking, you know, we could do it um, via Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. Yes. You know. Everybody and, bring their own snacks. But okay. Snacks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are important. Food was important. <laughs> very important. It's part of the part and of it. I think that yeah. would work because we have listeners. Our listeners are everywhere. Yeah. Right, they're not just local. Um, mm -hmm. so that would give everybody who wants to participate an opportunity to participate. Yes, yes. Um, I love so it. I think writing prompts would put us in the right vein and the right, you know, mode or mood to mm -hmm. to make something happen. Absolutely, I like that, I like that idea. That was yeah. really nice that idea. Yeah. yeah, very good, okay. very good. Mm -hmm. Well, well what about you? How was your week? Uh, my week was fine. You know what I told you I'd be doing from yeah, now. Yeah, we know what she's going to be talking about. Next Saturday. And we have one week left. Yay! Next Sunday. Got my outfit. Yeah, you got, that's all anybody's interested in. I think <laughs> several people this week say, now what are we, supposed, my to outfit. What are we supposed to wear? <laughs> you know? because oh, I ain't even thought about that. I guess I should. Because it's an event <laughs> that we get to dress up and go to. You, get you, to, you assume get people like to get dressed up. I do. So that's why I'm talking about mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody asked me, they said, what is casual chic? I said, just think no jeans. 
just sleep. Oh, okay. Well, I don't wear. Those. I actually had I'm to good. look it up, but I got it now. <laughs> that that um, you know that that's kind of it because I want to do. Unfortunately, I lost my videographer at the last moment. Oh. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be able to do some videos. The the iPhone takes wonderful pictures and videos. My um, Android does too. So, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, I made a face, by the way, for all the people. I know that, but that's all right. <laughs> so I'll still be able to do that because I really want to. Um, we, get, we just got some interesting things going on. Uh, that Saturday. So putish, putting the finishing touches on that and and video we want to do and uh, getting things together that we want to, to share with people. And um, you're just going to eat from 5 to 7.30. <laughs> I love it. That's what we do best. Food's going food's to keep coming. I love that part. I got a map. I got to do my map quest, so I know where I'm going. <laughs> and food is gonna keep coming. Everybody's excited. I am excited. Um, I'm I'm glad that this this is happening. Got a couple of surprises, and it's just it's going to be a good time. It's gonna be a good time, and and I'm, I am appreciative. Of, of everybody who has gotten their ticket, gotten their ticket on time. We are actually um, probably four seats away from the capacity that I Oh, wow. Good. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. And I, I just want it to be fun. I want it to be fun, but he's, he gave me those words, make it count for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are going to be some things that are going to be happening where people are going to be able to make it count. They're going to be glad that they came. Uh, so that's that. That will be what um, what I wanted to achieve. I think that's why he gave me the title, and I think that's why he set it up the way that he has. Um, you always look at things like this and say, you know, no matter what. Uh, the people who are supposed to be there will be there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you kind of look back at the names on the list and I think, wow, I really hope, I'm really hoping because I can on the list see connections and see um, where people can make it count, where they oh. can meet some folks that may be instrumental in helping them do what it is they want to do. That's good. And, um, and I think other than you know everybody trying to figure out what they want to wear, I think it's gonna be a really good time. And I think I need to figure that out myself because I don't know. <laughs> for somebody who's been planning this since January, you would think <laughs> you would think I would know. <laughs> but I, that's okay, because I will by next Saturday. That's for sure. Okay, thank you. We're, we're good. We're good. But yeah, it's been, it's been fun planning. Um, it's been, it's just been a fun process because <clears throat> it's always interesting when you are stepping out to do what you believe you heard him tell you to do mm -hmm. yeah. and you don't have all the pieces, mm -hmm. but you know, he does. Amen. You know, Amen. He does. so feels good. Feels good. Feels solid. 
So next week I will be able to tell you, and if it's good news, Victoria and Ruth will be able to tell you also that they had an absolutely amazing time. I mean, we're gonna say that anyway, because we're gonna be together. I'm writing, I'm writing their speeches now, so, so they will be on point next week if you know exactly what to say. But, but yeah, that's that's that is where I am. And I do want to say this as we get started on our program tonight, because we've been talking about um, so you want to write a write a book. I don't know whether we said a book or a story, but so you want to write, you want to write something. And one of the first things that we talked about, and and I don't want to steal Ruth Thunder from this, but I want to put it here because it just happened. Uh, yep. One of the first things that we we had in our list or on our list of tips and tools was what do you want to write about? And today I got a phone call from um, <clears throat> my goddaughter's mother. You all know that I have twin uh, goddaughters and I call them my squeeze toys. They are eight years old. And she sent me a note that said, Genesis and Maddie, Madison, we call her Maddie, Genesis and Maddie want to write a book. And I thought, are you kidding me? <laughs> so when I was talking with Ruth, I said, Ruth, they, they're right there. <laughs> they need to answer that first question, which is, what do you want to write about? Yep. <laughs> So what story is it that you want to tell? What's on your, what's on your mind? So they are, they are at that age, uh, very into, of course, social media, mm -hmm. and YouTube's, and wanting to do their own YouTube. Uh, so, at, but you, you just can't can't set them free. <laughs> they need nope. boundaries and borders and all manner of other things before that happens. But the fact that they even have it in their thought process right. uh, to want to write something. And, and right. I don't know, Ruth, writing prompts may be a good place for them to start that journey. You know, oh, yeah. them to okay. write prompts and kind of see what they do with it. So I, I'm, I'm interested. I did send her a note back and say, what do they want to write about? So it'll be interested to see how they respond. Yeah, and I'm curious to know what they want to write too. Yeah. And, and I was saying that is just wonderful because at eight, I didn't think I could, you know, mm -hmm. be an author. So that's just awesome, I think, that they even have it in their heads that they want to do it. It's wonderful. It's yes. the age that we're in because they were living with me when I first started eight at eight and they would come down and ask me, uh, <laughs> Graham, they call me Graham. Graham, do you have scribes? And I thought, do, do I have scribes? And they were trying to say subscribers. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they're into that YouTube, you know, that that mentality. Yes, I, I thought, what are they talking about? But they, she was so serious. She said, Grammy, do you have scribes? And I thought, well, maybe I need to get some. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they you are. You have scribes. You have scribes. <laughs> so it'll, it'll be an interesting process and I'll keep you up to date on oh, absolutely. What they, where that stands. So Ms. Ruth, 
what do we have to do if we want to write a book? What are, what are, what are some tips for us tonight? All right. Well, first of all, you, you're going to have some decisions you got to make. And like Madison and Genesis, you're going to have to decide what do you want to write about? Now, you know, like you said, that can come from different areas. Most people know that they want to, what the story they want to tell, you know, more often than not, what you're going to find a lot of people want to tell their story, you know, and it's not that, oh, you know what, you did some incredible feat, or maybe you did, you know, sometimes you've, you've been through something and you want to share that with the world because you want to inspire somebody or you just like fiction and you have these stories bubbling up in you and you know maybe you're a hopeless romantic and you just love everything happily ever after whatever it is you know and it's just you know certain people can you know i always tell you know you can write from one genre to the next and we're going to talk about genres in a minute you know some people are natural storytellers they love fiction that's all they want to write some people just want to share their story. They're more inspirational. They're more, okay, this happened, or let me tell you a true story. You know, and some people can do both. You know, I shared Isaac Asimov wrote a story in every genre that was published. So if he can do that, that tells me that I can do that if I choose to do that. But again, you know, chances are if you say, I want to write a book, you already know what you want to write. What you want to write. Yeah. So it's just, I would say, go with your first thought. Now, if you're just like, well, I just want to write a book. I don't know what to write about. I don't know where to start. Writing prompts, um, they do make them for children, for teens, for adults. Um, they make them in every category you can find. Again, the internet, for all its faults, it also has a lot of information out there. You can mm -hmm. Google writing prompts for teens or for kids. Um, I think this is a great tool for teachers, writing prompts. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, you know, what what are you passionate about? What is that story that's burning in you? And if your thought is just, I just want to write a book, what interests you? Again, you know, we go back to what do you read? If you're, you know, most big authors, especially Stephen King, will tell you if you're not a reader, you're not a writer. So, mm -hmm. mm, I think there's a lot of validity to that. I don't want to leave anybody out, but chances are you read a lot. What do you read? What you gravitate towards are probably the stories that um, you would be able to tell. So admittedly, I've read a lot of romance novels. So what do I write? A lot of romance stories. So it just, you know, it kind of, it kind of falls into line because that's where your interest is. You know, also think about maybe the movies that you re you watch. That may be an indicator of the type of stories that you like and maybe something that you will um, gravitate towards. So once you figure out what you want to write about, that's you got more questions and more decisions you need to make. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, th there's a lot of most people, you know, there are authors out there. You guys, oh, you guys have heard me say, you know, your first step is usually to create an outline. And I think we may um, get to that. Some people do honestly write from the seat of their pants. Some people just sit down with a notebook or a pen or a computer and they just start writing. I think those are unicorns. They just magical creatures that may not 
exists in real life. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. And okay. you are. You are. Okay. So, but you know, I think most people are not like that. Right. So we are in the presence of magic and fantasy and just awesomeness. Magical fantasy person. Yes. It's just, it's awesome. But most people are not like that. So it's just, it's best, you know, and and again, you want to write a book. I have a little bit of OCD. So for me, I have to plan stuff out. And I feel that, you know, when you draw it back from the extremes, it's good to plan stuff out. You know, you don't go on a trip and be like, oh, I'm just going to show up at the airport. Right. No, you already have your ticket. You know, your destination. You know how many days you you have a hotel. You know, and aside from my cousin who just showed up to, um, she decides she wanted to go to Europe, book for two weeks booked a hotel for two days and then she was going to wing the rest of it. So don't do that. That's scary. That is scary to me. Was she sleeping on a park bench for two weeks? No, no, that's another story. We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) She'll tell her to write a book. Did she at least have a passport? She had a passport. That is a story. So yes, you, you don't show up at the airport and just hope that the trip is going to be great. So you plan it out. All right. So first, first step, first point, decide what you're going to write. Okay. Second point. Now we're going to get started. Um, I said, we were going to talk about genres. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what that is. And briefly, it is just the category your story falls into. So, um, and who your audience is. So those two play a part in um, how you write your story. So if, um, so my stories are directed towards adults, mm-hmm. plus 18, um, because of the content. Uh, you may decide, you know what? Well, I want to write my story for teenage girls. Mm-hmm. So that already changes the language and it changes it the genre or the category to young adult. Okay. Um, because yes. again, your, your audience. So, and, and, and this is very important because most people, you know, okay, you know, a publisher or an agent will say, well, who's your book? You know, who, who will read your book? You can't say, oh, it's everybody mm-hmm. because no, <laughs> my husband right now, I will tell you that he will not read romance books. Right. So it's not for everybody. You know, in the same way that you guys would probably not read Sports Illustrated. Well, there you go. Sports Illustrated. You know, you're not going to read something that you're just not interested in. So you have to define the category and who your audience is. And this will determine what your genre is. And this is, again, important because you're not writing for everybody. Because not everybody's going to read your book. But if you... If you target it towards your audience, your book will have greater success. So, okay. any questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, now we get to the meat of it. The who, what, where, when. And the how. No. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a how. Well, yeah. we'll see the how. But definitely who, the what, the where, the when, and all of that. So mm-hmm. what's your story about? Who's in the story? 
what's your setting? Where is it set? And when is it set? Mm -hmm. So I did this writing exercise a few years ago. I had uh, watched this movie. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but it, it was interesting because the two characters at the end, they ended up riding off into the sunset, literally, because it was a cowboy movie. And I thought, well, what happens afterwards? So my right. mind got started and I thought, okay, these, you know, I, I, I wrote this whole like outline of what happens in after the story, right? But then I was like, well, maybe I want to set it in modern times. So I kind of switched it up and I thought, I'll just keep the story the same. But what I discovered was the story actually changed because of the setting exactly. and the time. And the time, right. Yeah. Right. So how they would have reacted back in 1884 was different how they would have reacted in 2023. Right. So all of these things are important to note because your characters will act a certain way. If it's historical, you know, there's a lot of, um, what's it called? You guys ever watch Bridgerton on mm -hmm. Netflix? I love it. Okay. Love there it. are rules when it comes to those certain period pieces. Right. You know, makes a there lot are, of sense, Ruth. Yeah. So you have to consider, you know, if, especially if you're writing fiction, you know, think about your characters, how they would have acted. You know, if, if you're, if you have a woman characters based at, you know, 1886 or something like that, she's not going to act in the same way that she would 2023. Right. You know, there were certain liberties that she has now that maybe she didn't have then. There are mm -hmm. certain words. Think about the words that they would use. You know, she's not going to go off and talking about, okay, and, you know, certain things that we take as, um, that's in our vernacular. Right. Think about how, you know, is that something that they would have said back then? Right. You know, um, I've ventured into um, fan fiction. You know, that's, again, taking something that someone's already written and just adding my own stories to it. And one thing I've discovered is this one particular book that I was writing a fan fiction for. Um, other people have written fan fictions for. So I, I'm looking at what they've written. One person had swear words in it, which is not the worst, but one of them was, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain. And I'm like, does the Lord even exist in this uniform, in this universe? So how can they use those words? So you have to think about those things as you write. It's those little details that will make your story. Right. It's not going to be believable. Mm -mm. It, it loses some credibility if you're just that comfortable with your with your words and not thinking about okay is this the proper setting right would the characters say this is this the proper time you know is this how they spoke back then Andrea the, tell me a little bit more about fan fiction because that's not a term that I've really heard sure before. sure. So fan fiction are usually short stories to novellas. Mm -hmm. um, so anywhere between several hundred words to up to about 20,000. Um, and basically it's just writing. Um, it would be like, uh, we'll say Harry Potter or maybe Gone with the Wind. Mm. You take those characters. Obviously you did not create those characters. But you take what was written in those books and then you create extra story. stories or alternate stories um, using those characters and maybe the settings or um, anything about that story. So basically 
you're writing fiction, but you're writing it as a fan of that story. Okay, got you, got you. Okay, does it always have to be a very, like a war and peace novel? Does it always have to be something that's very long? No, no, okay. not at all. It can be anything that you are interested in. If it just, it, if it holds your attention and your imagination, then yeah, you can write, uh, you can write a fiction, fan fiction piece about um, any like anyway, like we can pick out what whatever your favorite movie is, yeah, and then write another ending to it, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, write another ending or like the one piece that I did was um, continue the story. Yes, it continued the story. I have uh, read some others where people are just like, well, this character didn't get as much, uh, so they kind of delved into the background of that character ah. and utilizing the scenes that were already in the book that were told from the main character's point, Got they you. now told those scenes from the side character. Got you. So, so in the train, which mm -hmm. we're going to do by the end of the year this year. Yes. In the train, um, our, our main character, character talks about um, the parallel between the friends that she has as an mm -hmm. adult and her friend circle when she was a child. Mm -hmm. So I could uh, go into that those childhood friends and those yes. childhood relationships yes. and create another whole story from that. Yes. So because they're your characters, they're mm -hmm. just your stories, but that would be an excellent way of um, just broadening that story. That's where you find like sequels and prequels. Um, now, if Victoria was like, well, I really like the story and I think I would like to write a fan fiction. I'd be a fan, the fan. I'm a fan of your work. Yes. Gotcha. So she would be the one writing fan fiction. You would just be, yours would be considered canon because you're the author. You know how the story, you know. And it would be considered what? Canon? Canon. C-A-N-O-N. -N. Yes. Canon. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hey, and honestly, something tonight, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, you know, honestly, fan fiction is a great practice tool you know if you yeah. if there are books that you particularly like stories that you like this gives you the ability to practice your writing to practice development because mm -hmm. I know when I wrote uh, my pieces I kept going back to the book okay is this how they would act is this how they would you know is this how they were written because to me you know I, I love accuracy so OCD um, so to me it had to fit you right. know, and I have to give prompts. I know we talked about Shiro's a few weeks ago and I talked about my art teacher. I have to talk about my senior year English teacher. Mm. And she had one assignment that has stuck with me since in, I give my age away, for about 25 years. <laughs> but she talked about, it was expository writing. And she was like, I want you to, and at the time we were reading Hamlet. Mm. And she said, Pick one of the lesser characters and you have to expound on them. Give me um, what you think they would have said and done and then show me where it is in the story. And I picked two of the smaller characters. They only had six lines in the whole play. Wow. But I was able to write this whole thing 
about their motivation and how they actually ended up, you know, losing their lives in the play. When even in the play, they didn't, they weren't shown all that. So mm -hmm. it, it's that exercise has stuck with me for about 25 years and I've been able to utilize it. And I think that it's a, again, a great tool, you know, especially when you're writing fan fiction, mm -hmm. um, which again, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't understand this one, but this is what I've heard. Do you guys remember the Twilight series by Stephanie Myers, the mm -hmm. vampires and all yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. Now you remember, <laughs> you remember Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. By E.L. James? Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey began as fan fiction of Twilight stories. For really? Really? For real. For real. I didn't know. I that. don't get the correlation. I don't. I'm started. trying to figure out when, what part. But okay. <laughs> wow. I, I will say that's what I read somewhere. If I'm wrong, forgive me. But that is what I've read. And uh, again, you know, it, you can make it your own story. And if you don't know, you know, if you say I want to write fiction, this is a category. I don't know what to write. This could be a place to begin. You know, and again, you know, even with Madison and um, Genesis, Genesis, thank you. I'm terrible with names. Um, <laughs> you know, you could say, OK, well, what's you know, what's your favorite cartoon? What What is your favorite storybook? Tell me about, you know, how they grew up. Tell me about. And, and here's another interesting one. So I love I love films. Um, I love adventure films. Um, the Mummy was one of my favorite ones. In the second one, they introduced The Rock as the Scorpion right, King. Right, right. So then they decided, and this was when he was The Rock and not Dwayne Johnson, right. they decided to give him his own film. They did? And then they decided, okay, this is a cash cow, so we're going to make another film. And see, he was like, no, I don't want to do that. So that they created. So his movie was the prequel to the film, The Mummy. Right. So then they made a sequel to the prequel. And then they decided that they were going to do a prequel to the prequel to the prequel. So <laughs> I say all that just to say <laughs> they did. there they are possibilities. There are so many possibilities out there for stories. You know, you could get your story just going outside and observing people. But, you know, oftentimes it's just it's what we watch. It's what we read. It's what we, you know, what is all around us. So if there's a story you want to tell. Just think of it that way, you know, think, think about what's around you, decide who your audience is and what you want to write so that you can pick your genre and then think about how you want to tell it, the who, what, when, where, and how. And honestly, you, at that point, you just got to pick your tool. Um, Go for it. We got notebooks. Some people are still old school. You can get a pen and paper. It still works. I write on my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Look, 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 look. Here's the other thing. E.L. James, when she wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, she was sitting there doing it on her phone while she was taking her kids to soccer, going to the grocery store, what, whatever what? she needed or to, if ideas struck. And this was back when, you know, phones weren't advanced as they are now. So you have different tools. Once you figure out what your best tool is, go ahead and get started. All right. Yep. I've got to, um, I've got to say this, 
when um, when I was doing theater, um, one of the things that we did um, <clears throat> was uh, to develop the character, whatever mm -hmm. that character was, uh, to give that character life. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how did they grow up? Are they married? Are they single? What did they experience in their life? You know. Uh, what did they like? What didn't they like? What triggered them? What caused them to do certain things as they were growing up? And one of the things that it helped us to do uh, when we were doing live theater was that if anybody dropped a line or if something happened and, you know, we were off in, in our delivery of what we were doing, you could always pull from what you knew about that character. Mm -hmm. What, what you had developed in your head so that you knew how that character would respond in that situation. I'd never thought about it in terms of being a writing tool mm -hmm. and being a part of what will often end up being the spinoff series. Yeah. From, you know, the different, um, you know, different sitcoms and, mm -hmm. and different things that we watch all the time. Right. So, yeah, that's a that's that's a good thing to know. I've learned four things tonight. <laughs> Glad. <clears throat> Canon. Well, five actually. Canon, prequel, sequel, <laughs> and fiction, and the fact that I am a unicorn. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay, Yay me! Yay me! <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want to ask one more thing, and sure. I know we're actually right at our end time, but I do want to ask uh -huh. this thing because it comes up all the time. Um, and it is that issue of writing versus editing. Mm -hmm. um, and we we find ourselves doing it all the time, especially when people are writing their memoir, their autobiography, yes. their story. And they tend to want to keep going back to make sure that they've told it correctly. You know, I write this chapter and then I'll go back and I, oh, I forgot this or oh, I forgot that. And, and it just it just slows the process down. But when you are writing something that is not fiction and something that is a part of who you are or who you have become or that becoming journey, um, how do you resist the urge <laughs> to go back? Because we don't we don't really see it. And I say we because, you know, <laughs> it, it, the unicorn have trouble in those areas. <laughs> but, but there's always, you know, and you're not thinking of it in terms of editing. And you're not necessarily thinking of it in terms of wanting to be perfect. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of I want to make sure that, that the story is lining up. You know, that's at least how you're saying it. Do I have my 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 dates in order? Is that really when I did, you know, what I said I did or, you know, those kinds of things. How do you develop or how do you resist the urge to go back and develop that urge to say, I'm going to leave this alone until the end. Let me go on to the next phase or stage of whatever it is that I'm writing. Usually it doesn't happen that same way in fiction, but I think it happens more 
when when you are writing uh, your own story. And welcome to David Mitchell. Thank you for being with us tonight. Glad that you got in on part of this discussion and hope you will share it with others. Um, but yeah, how do you, how do you fight that urge? So actually, um, yes, it does happen with fiction because I do get that all the time. Okay. Um, to practice is how it happens or doesn't happen. Um, but here's the thing. So there is a difference if you end up rewriting a certain section. So like, you know, again, we talked about outlining, you know, this is the best way. If you can outline, give yourself a roadmap, you know, this is how I want the story to flow. Now, say you've already written up to page 12 and something happened on page 11 you've written up to page 12. All right. You keep going and decide on page 13 that this is not how the story is supposed to go. That, um, you know, maybe something changed. Well, now you have to go back to page 11 because that's where the story veered in that direction, but now it's got to veer in another direction. So mm -hmm. in that respect, I would say that going back will help you because it will get, give you a better sense. Again, that that. Yes, okay. back on track. Think about it as in um, the sequel to Back mm -hmm. to the Future, where they ended up going back to the future and then back to the past and then ended up creating another timeline. So confusing watch the movie. Um, but what happens is now they have to go back before the change happens so they can get back on track. So in that respect, yes, you can go back. And it's the same way with telling your story. Now, if you're going back, and reading it and going, oh, I should have put a comma there. Oh no, it's sound better if I write it like this. That's stop different. it. Uh, slap your hand, okay. stop doing that. If you are going back to make sure that your content is correct, by all means, go back. Okay. If you're correcting, you're editing, you don't want to do that because now you're gotcha. wasting time. Okay, gotcha. So, but again, that's something I would put sticky notes up on your computer, do whatever you need to do to remind yourself. Okay, is this about content or is this about editing? If it's about your content, go back and get it. Sometimes you need to just kind of move ahead and then go back and say, okay, well, I'll get that later. Or no, I need the story to flow. Whatever it is, work with it. Make sure that your content is correct. But if your periods are off, if your grammar is off, save that for later. Gotcha. Gotcha. All righty. Hey, I think you did it. <laughs> I think that for all of those out there who have got that, had that burning question, yep. I want to write a story, but I don't know where to start. I want to tell my story, but I don't know how to begin. We have given you, not we, but Ms. Ruth has provided some wonderful tools and tips uh, to dust off that dream and, and take that idea and start making it a reality. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, to my to my two little goddaughters, to Madison and to Genesis, I see their mom just popped on. Uh, I, I want them to know that if they want to write a story, they can write a story. And that we're here to help them along the way, help them to get started and um, help them to continue. Because yes. sometimes getting started is not the hard part. Finishing becomes the hard part. Uh, so we're going well. <laughs> to get them started the right way. Um, and we have had 
young authors before the Matswaka children who yes. wrote a book about King COVID. Uh, so uh -huh. we have not only had adult authors that write for children, but we have had children that have written very, very good mm -hmm. Good books, and who knows, Genesis and Madison, you could be the next authors that come up on Authors Up. So we're cheering for Absolutely. you. Absolutely, we're going to see what what we can do to help you get that that journey started. So that's it for us for tonight. Uh, does anybody have any closing comments, Victoria? You can't say get the book. You can nope. say get the book. Write the book. <laughs> write the book. There you go. Write get the book. Get to writing. Get to writing. <laughs> and Ruth, do you have any closing comments for tonight for our listeners? I just want to, absolutely. I want to thank all our listeners, wherever they are, whether they listen through our podcast, watch our YouTube, or catch us live or even recorded on a Saturday evening. So thank you. We wouldn't be here without you. If you would like to find out more about being a guest on our show, you can email us at authorsup at gmail.com. That's it. Authorsup at gmail.com. And that is it for us for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be right back here next week. I believe that we will. Yes, that's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, to be back here next week. And when we come back, guess what? I'll be able to tell you all about June 10th. Come on now. Come on now. Be June 11th. And all will be well. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you, Victoria. We love being together. Yes. And uh, you guys have an absolutely amazing week. And we will be right back here next Sunday evening yes. at 7 p.m. for another edition of Authors Up. Good night, Good night everybody. Good night. Night, Bronze Girls. Night, night. Night.